0: everybody welcome to another episode of all the WrestleManias is the podcast i'm your co-host tim hackman and i'm rich sigwald and we are back with our summary and wrap up and i don't know post-mortem on wrestlemania oh, 38 boy oh boy which happened this past weekend uh saturday and sunday april 2nd and 3rd and we don't need to run into all the details of where and when and all of that stuff, because if you're listening to the show, there's a pretty good chance you're already kind of into it. So, but also,
1: we got like another 18 WrestleManias to watch before we get to this one to review and give an official results to.
0: So, yeah, anyway, so hold your horses, people. Um, but we did want to sort of respond to our 38 preview that we put out last week uh where we made some picks and oh. were spectacularly wrong or it was a bloodbath boy yeah it wasn't so great but what do we know we're just a couple of <laughs> guys
1: <laughs> just a bunch of librarians that watch wrestling yeah but
0: do, doing doesn't... a podcast from my from my closet and my basement so yeah. so um let's go in order of the Card, and we'll just kind of talk about the results. I um, mean, I also just will give the caveat that some of these matches were not on the card that we saw when we made our initial predictions for 38. So we'll, we, we're not going to try to, you know, rewrite history and take credit for things we didn't predict, but oh, we'll definitely just...
1: not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although that might get our stats up a little bit. Yeah, maybe we just delete that preview episode. Yeah, uh, maybe <laughs> there's a race history so so match number one match let's start night number one saturday april 2nd match number one was a tag team championship match for the wwe smackdown tag team championship so in one corner we had the usos jimmy and jay uh, versus shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs one get better rick boogs as quick as possible oh man i feel really bad for that guy yeah that was that was an ugly injury I feel a little bit bad about my pick. So my pick for this one was that three out of four of these guys would fall on their face on the way to the ring, leaving only Rick Boogs in the ring to play some sweet guitar. Um, And as it turns out, Rick Boogs is the one that got injured and everybody else was just fine. And they had to wrap the match up extra double quick.
1: I at least had the Usos retaining the title, but I had them retaining by disqualification. So at half credit. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I yeah, don't yeah. know. That's a 50, uh,
0: that's
1: yeah. a 50, 50. That's probably as close as I got to anything tonight on, <laughs> on the <this> show.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it was pretty clear that Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs, um, as much fun as Rick Boogs is, um, weren't going to take that one from the users just yet. So no, but anyway, yeah, I feel better, Rick. Um, we think you're an absolute unit. We think you're awesome.
1: Also, are they, uh, sponsored by Mike's hard lemonade or whatever? Like, there was a lot of advertisement everywhere, like from yeah. the colors of their <laughs> tights and like it's actually printed on them to the the Jumbotron screen thing was like turned their colors and had the mics hard half and half or whatever it is like, holy crap, like <laughs> they're the NASCAR of pro wrestling.
0: Yeah. Is that in bad taste given uh, one of them, one of the Usos has some pretty serious DUI things on its record? Maybe it's a work Maybe they're yeah. Working that as an angle
1: On the Usos I don't
0: yeah. know Anyway I'll we'll do a forced uh, Relapse kind of Angle Alright next up On the card Was Drew McIntyre Versus Happy Corbin With Madcap Moss And I believe Our prediction was That Drew McIntyre Had to win this one Or else he had to Polish his resume And uh, get future Endeavored most likely So thankfully He won Which I means I still think
1: we... That might happen But
0: Yeah I do too um, but at least we got that one right yeah that one's that one's a win uh
1: because it has to be maybe happy will be sad corbin again uh, oh man that I was a far so. more entertaining character
0: <laughs> he was so good at that role the one with we had the beans on his shirt and oh, he was like, i yeah. was just pounding it on the <laughs> pavement to open my beans oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing on tv for like the six months that they were doing that yeah so. Not a a highlight of the WrestleMania. I don't know why Drew McIntyre felt it necessary to destroy the ring. That just seems irresponsible.
1: It's a delay of game there. Five-yard penalty.
0: (laughs) Next up is a tag team match. Um, No belt or anything on the line. It's uh, Fame Whores, The Miz, and Logan Paul uh, versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio.
1: We got that one wrong. (laughs) I did too yeah uh we both picked the mysterios to win that one, and no, they decided to let Logan Paul have a win. I do feel better that like the Miz turned on Logan Paul at the end. It still doesn't make me like any of them and hate the idea that Logan Paul was in there and also that they sold so much to him and that yeah i I don't know I just this one rubs me wrong and I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad, too, that Logan Paul got smacked at the end of that. But then, you know, that, of course, sets up the inevitable feud with The Miz, which means that this bullshit is going to continue for a little while. Um, I did like Ray and Dominic's outfits. That was pretty cool. Dominic was rocking, like, uh, the Apollo Creed flag stuff, and uh, Ray was doing the Mexican flag. That was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, they look good. They look good.
0: All right, next up on the card was uh, the highlight of night one, I would say. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Do you remember who we picked there? I think we split that one, didn't we?
1: No, we both picked Becky Lynch. We did? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we both picked Becky Lynch to retain. Uh, wow. And that that was, that was wrong. Um, <laughs> very wrong. But. Arguably the best match of the whole WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, they worked their asses off on that match. Yeah, you know, I must have, my heart would definitely have wanted Bianca to win. I must have gone with the cynical, the cynical pick for Becky. So I don't know what I was thinking that day. I was in a dark place.
1: Yeah, I may have just convinced you that it was time for Bianca Belair to feel how it feels to lose at WrestleMania, but Hmm. not today.
0: Not today. (laughs) Well, what she did learn was how it feels to get a Boot to the freaking eyeball because she yeah caught a potato and I don't know if did you see Raw on um Monday? I did not, but she's she came out and gave her interview with a huge shiner like her eye was like basically swollen shut. It looked really nice, r- really rough. So that was yeah. Rich messaged me. He said, "Oh shit!" she's like Bianca just caught a potato. I'm like, damn it, I missed it. And so that was that was legit though. Yeah, so. it was rough.
1: Rough, rough, rough! Heel kick to the face off the top rope, right
0: in the eye socket too. Yeah, so that was yeah, fantastic match. Good job to those ladies. Thanks for bringing it for us. So next up, we didn't have on our predictions because Seth freaking Rollins still had no uh, WrestleMania opponent. We did talk at length about whether it would be Cody Rhodes, and I think we both sort of felt that that was a very strong possibility. Right? Am I am I remembering that correctly?
1: Yeah, and then we also discussed whether Cody really brings any real value to WWE cuz how 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 where does he fit um and we struggled to find that uh, just because of how he buried himself at AEW. This was an okay match. Uh I mean there's a lot of people out there that like absolutely freaking love this match, but it felt a little too uh indie bullshit to me. I don't know. It didn't have have that polish to it that I do enjoy when I watch WWE matches when they actually happen. Uh, There tends to be a good polish to them and everything looks solid and good. This, just look like two guys kind of doing chaos. And also they like freaking welcomed Cody Rhodes and like, he was goddamn Ric Flair. Like, like they went, they got a time machine to bring Ric Flair back from 1982 (laughs) and like, Brought him in in his prime, and just I don't know. It all feels weird, and I feel like WWE is doing it more as a insult to AEW than to actually push Cody Rhodes or or anything. But all I really think it did was give AEW street cred.
0: Yeah, it gave him legitimacy. I would say, like, oh look, there's one of our top guys on the big program now. Yeah, his his entrance was you know way over the top. There were Cody chants before he even showed up, um, so you know people kind of knew it was coming. Um, I you know I'm glad to whatever. I'm glad he's working. I'm glad he's got a job. I hope that some of his matches will be a little bit better. Um, I know again that you don't watch Raw, but on Monday Night Raw after this, he had a long, long, long promo at the beginning of the show. It must have been twenty damn minutes long, talking Jesus. about. Um, I don't know what the fuck he was talking. He was talking about his father and, he, you know, you know, he always tears up whenever he talks about dusty. I'm like, man, get some therapy. Like, I know, you know, dusty was great, but like, come on, get your shit together. Um, uh, so they're they're clearly going to push him and give him a big, I, I don't know exactly what they have planned for him. But.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they were already talking about during this match about how nobody in the Rhodes family has ever won the world championship and stuff like that. So are we going to see Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes at some point here soon? Probably. Yeah. I would even bet maybe
0: SummerSlam.
1: Oh, well, bold but,
0: predictions.
1: Yeah, I'll get that
0: one wrong, too. <laughs> All right, put that one on the chalkboard, folks. So, anyway, welcome back, Cody. Good job, Seth, I guess. I don't know. We're we're going to be seeing lots more of both of those guys for the foreseeable future. Next up was Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey versus uh, each other for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We split this one. This one we definitely split, I think, right?
1: Well, I had to message you after because... You actually didn't make an official pick in the uh, recording. Well, um,
0: I was in a dark place that day.
1: Yeah, you just you were just like fascinated by me talking about uh, Charlotte Flair trying to catch up to her dad and number of times of winning the title.
0: Um, I mean, I, fascinated is probably a, a stretch. You know, I, I hypnotized or something. I don't know. <laughs> you're not. Um, you're not. You're not that compelling, Rich. So.
1: I had picked Ronda Rousey to win because why the hell would you bring her back just to beat her? And then why would you, and then also the whole concept of like Charlotte flair, also trying to win the world title a million times like her dad. So you, so whenever you, if you want to win the world title that many times, you got to lose it that many times too. But I was wrong again.
0: (laughs) Big surprise. We need sound effects for these. So if I would have made a pick, if I had not been so wrapped by your dulcet tones, um and, and sparkling commentary. I probably would have picked Charlotte Flair just because like I, I think I said on that episode, and again, dark place. Um I feel like Ronda's probably days are numbered there. I don't think she's gonna stick around all that long, so I don't really see much upside to putting the belt on her. I don't think she really needs a belt, honestly, to continue to be uh an attraction there. So that match was pretty boring. I, I didn't yeah, I didn't care for that one at all, honestly
1: i struggled to get into it just because it was very clear that charlotte flair was just carrying the whole damn thing yeah it gets exhausting to watch an 18 and a half minute match where only one person is really
0: really carrying it so let the hate mail begin (laughs) all right and then the last match of saturday night was um so it actually wasn't billed as a match. It was billed as a, a talk segment with the KO show with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And in our predictions, we did talk about that, you know, Kevin Owens is definitely catching a stunner before this thing is over. So we knew there'd be some fisticuffs, but they did actually kind of ring the bell and call it a no holds barred match. They brought a referee out there. Um This was my, I mean, so Bianca and Becky was my favorite match, but this was definitely my favorite segment of the evening. What did you think?
1: Oh, Austin can still talk. Oh, my God. You stupid (laughs) son of a bitch. Three seconds, you're going to have 75,000 people calling you an asshole.
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. Asshole. It's
1: It's like so genius. I just didn't like Austin actually working a match. That's really the only thing. Um, I know he's injury. He has injuries lingering and that he's old and... I understand that you would do a no holds barred match just kind of because you don't want him like really working like weird holds or anything like that in the match or anything. But he took a suplex on the concrete. It's unnecessary. And <laughs> I just like I would have been far more engaged if they would have let him talk for like three more minutes and then just get into like fisticuffs in the ring and and refs and security swarm the ring or something like that but he fights them off and then lands a stunner on owens and then dragged off by the cops again like classic
0: stone cold in handcuffs yeah that would be amazing i i was i'm with you like so the the talking segment was incredible and even though he was just sitting there he's not saying a damn word you know but his face like just tells Everything you need to know about what he's thinking and what he's going to do to Kevin Owens as soon as Kevin stops talking, and like he's goddamn, he's magnetic. Like it's you know we've talked about him and The Rock being like like there's just two guys that just have whatever it is that you can't take their eyes off of them uh when they're on screen, and like i that I, I had a stupid ass grin on my face the entire time that segment was going on. My wife yeah. was like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, "This come on, like this this makes me feel good." I know. <laughs> So, but I, I agree with you. I didn't like him taking, you know, those suplexes. I, I didn't like him suplexing Kevin on the ramp because, you know, that's not good for him either. Um, I mean, I, I assume that he and Kevin had a long, long conversation about, you know, what he felt like he could do safely without crippling himself. Um, and you know, Kevin is like a little bowling ball, so he can take all those bumps. Like it can just, it can just throw him around. You know, he, he did his, some of his signature moves, stomp the mud hole in him. And then, of course, you know, Kevin catches two stunners at the end, which was beautiful.
1: I mean, I even got concerned because, like, Stone Cold's knee brace broke as he got into the ring and stuff. Like, oh, God.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. He he looks like he's, like, 75% knee brace at this point. Yeah. Um, So, night two? On to night two. Um, Let's see. Where did we start? So, we started with a triple threat tag team match. Hooray. For the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship, starring, I don't know if that's the right word, RK Bro, of course Randy Orton and Riddle, um, against the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, and Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Um, So this was a bit of a hot mess. Um, I think we both called this for the Street Profits, and you predicted that RK Bro would break up, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, Um yeah further from the truth
0: boy (laughs) how'd you how'd you do
1: it was a cloudy day in my crystal ball my friend yeah um yeah i i won i yeah we both picked street profits and then i also said that rk bro would break up but in fact they they win and they're hugging and they're super happy
0: And they're better friends than ever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But of course, also, if you look at this match, what, like five of the six people here are actually from NXT and have been on NXT within the last two years. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, I'm going to keep it on Randy Orton. Uh, What am I thinking?
0: You should should know better by now. Again, I think maybe you were blinded by your hatred for Randy Orton and his face. Oh, it does blind me. Oh, my God such rage so yeah i mean i think the one thing we can all agree on is that chad gable and otis weren't gonna win this one i also predicted that the street preface would be revealed to actually also be the acclaimed from aew so that didn't happen all right um so the next match was i was a highlight actually i thought um and it was one that was not on the list when we made our yeah. predictions so we don't have a prediction for it it's bobby lashley it was great to see him back from um some some surgery i believe uh, versus Omos the giant What'd yeah you this
1: was a decent match i i enjoyed it i like omos's work um for the most part and you know i like bobby lashley and it this was just such a weird looking match because you don't you're not used to seeing bobby lashley look like a kid next to somebody like he's just like so small next to omos which is freakish because bobby lashley is a monster himself so <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, it was, it was stunning visually. Um, he looked, yeah, probably actually looked like looked tiny, it was a decent match. I, uh, you know, I think we've seen almost kind of go forward by leaps and bounds, you know, getting better in the ring every day. Um, he's got the kind of scary monster yelling stuff down. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see where, where he goes from here. I do think maybe he should put on a white singlet, like Andre, like, like a reverse Andre the giant, <laughs> <laughs> Would't you like to see that negative Andre, yeah, negative Andre, yeah, anyway, so <laughs> um that was a that was a nice surprise, like I said, we didn't realize that one was coming, and then and there it was next up was an anything goes match with Johnny Knoxville versus sammy zane and <laughs> and I predicted Johnny Knoxville because I, you're smart, I, I thought that the celebrity. A celebrity would have to win one of these um and i also thought this one is like is no stakes right if he, johnny knoxville wins sammy zane looks like a goof which he already does so who cares right and you picked
1: i picked sammy i had for like the most of that segment i was i was on the team johnny and then i just decided at the last minute you know what i'm going to be contrary to tim and i'm going to pick sammy Zayn. see you should have. i did predict we man
0: <laughs> you did you totally did and a bunch of the other guys came out too.
1: I did love the giant mouse trap <laughs> for the finish; that was amazing. And I remember trying to explain that to my wife, right? And she yeah. was like, "So, so is that a move?" I'm like, no, it was a real human-sized mouse trap.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh, he put him in a mouse trap." We're like, yes, but not like you're thinking. <laughs> it was really good, and I laughed my ass off when that hand uh when sammy ran around the corner (laughs) and the freaking ham can came out and slapped him man so Uh, this match was
1: was amusing
0: it was beyond stupid but i i had a good time um and if i were there in the crowd i would have really enjoyed it too so Uh, yeah no um no complaints i know some people really don't like that sort of thing but like come on out of what nine and a half hours that this shit was on the air like you got you gotta do something
1: you and I normally groan about the hardcore matches, especially when there's a plethora of them. Um And this was another one, but it's the only one on for the night, and it's very clearly like a comedy bit more yeah. than a match. And so it, it's one of those moments where you just need to stop, sit back, relax, and laugh your ass off at Sami Zayn getting tasered and having a firework <laughs> blown up his ass and... um Yeah, Wee Man coming out from underneath the ring out of nowhere. Uh, Just some good spots that are really fun. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and Wee Man body slamming (laughs) Sami Zayn, right?
1: Yeah, Wee Man body slamming (laughs) Sami Zayn. That was amazing.
0: I'm really glad we didn't have to see any of the Jackass guys' balls because I just watched Jackass forever, and there's like, I don't know, like 40% of that movie is, is somebody's junk in your face. There's a
1: lot of testes, yes. Yeah.
0: So anyway, moving on. This is a match with zero testes. It's a fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team championship. It was Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Carmella and Queen Zelina, who were the tag team title holders, versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley and Natalya and Shayna Baszler. Who did we pick for that one?
1: Well, we both picked uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Because it was uh, kind of having the same thoughts that we had with Drew McIntyre with Rhea Ripley that if they don't put a belt on her, then what the hell are they doing with her and she's going to go away. Um, And it looks like they chose to push up Naomi and Sasha Banks instead of doing that. And so here we are um, with Naomi and Sasha Banks now as the women's tag champions and it's not like they're undeserving or anything like that just this match was very underwhelming just as any kind of fatal four-way tag match is
0: yeah it's too much shenanigans usually and we we've talked about this on past WrestleManias it doesn't do anything for anybody involved it doesn't really give anybody a chance to shine it doesn't give you any kind of opportunity to tell a coherent story i mean i guess it makes sense to have naomi and sasha banks take this one since they are already kind of over like pretty pretty well over um but i you know i really thought given the kind of push that live morgan had been getting recently that she and rhea ripley would take this so yeah oh well wrong again wah, next wah. <laughs> next was edge versus aj styles just a regular old singles match aj's flat ironed hair looked good as always good job yeah, what-
1: what the hell was with that cut on the side of his face coming out? Did he fall like up climbing up the steps onto the stage or something and and bust his head open?
0: I saw something on Twitter that said it was a, a pyro related accident backstage, like right before he came out. I didn't, I didn't get any confirmation on that, but that's, that's what, that's the only thing that I saw about it.
1: Wow. Anyways, we got this one, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good for us.
1: Uh, Edge, edge beat. AJ Styles, and we picked Edge because uh, AJ is on a streak of just putting over legends and Hall of Famers at at WrestleMania, so one day they'll let him win, I guess.
0: Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe beyond, maybe his best days behind him, Um, and um, what's his face? Damian Priest came out and sort of didn't interfere, but just kind of stood there and distracted AJ and now I guess Edge and Damien are forming some kind of dark alliance. Um I don't know, they were together on I think they were together on Raw this week too. If I Yeah, I mean I do correctly. kinda
1: kinda love Edge kinda getting that vampire look back to him. So yeah. I mean he looks undead anyway, so <laughs> I mean
0: <laughs> it's just those cheekbones in it. <laughs> sunken big sullen
1: eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I didn't, that match was 24 minutes long. Yeah. I felt S- it too. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Next up was a tag team match. This one was not on our list. So we didn't do a pick a Seamus and Ridge Holland with Butch versus the new day, Kofi and Xavier. These guys have been feuding for quite a while now. Um, Ridge is the one who threw biggie over his shoulders and, uh, and ended up breaking his neck, so I was kind of wondering if they'd catch some um, some receipts from the new day for that. But I think everybody seems to be cool.
1: Yeah, there was a fairly snug super kick on Ridge, but yeah, I was really hoping to see see a receipt at some point in this match. But I don't even know what happened with this match. Why was it like it was so freaking short? Like, why was it a squash? I like I guess they're gonna put. Tag belts on Sheamus and Ridge at some point here soon if they're going to be squashing the New Day like that.
0: But yeah, it was weird. I don't. I didn't get it. Anyways, whatever. That's that's, yeah. (laughs) Worst gangs of New York remake ever. Oh god, yeah. (laughs) All right. Next up was uh, Pat McAfee uh, versus Austin Theory, and Austin Theory is uh, Mister McMahon's sort of uh, proxy wrestler here.
1: The role that Drew McIntyre had on his first run in WWE.
0: Who did we pick for this one? I can't remember.
1: Well, we split on this one, and I got one right.
0: Hell yeah. Good I job, buddy. I
1: Pat McAfee to beat Austin Theory in this, and you had picked Austin um,
0: to win. Which, looking back, it is actually a dumb pick on my part, because yeah. Austin's clearly the heel, and Vince has no problem sort of having his guys beat, you know, to make him look like a villain.
1: Yeah, but boy, is that guy a million bucks. Mm. Austin Austin yeah Austin Theory yeah. is gonna gonna in a couple of years I think he's gonna be he's gonna be big time.
0: Yeah, he's spectacularly talented. I don't know how somebody that young like gets like that good that fast. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, so... and he's not even in an NY family. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's another NOI guy on um on NXT. I watched it last night. I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah,
1: solo uh... Yeah what's his name i can't remember he's jimmy
0: Jimmy and jay's uh he's jimmy and jay's younger brother yeah um so who knew well i did it was in the episode (laughs) (laughs) shut up oh anyway um and then there was like there was a random extra match then where mcmahon had the ref ring the bell and he takes his shirt off so he can show off his 76 year old guns i guess i don't know and he beat up on pat mcafee for a little while and kicked a football into his ribs and um i don't know the, the crowd chanted you still got it which made me kind of want to throw up a little bit so He
1: never ha- he never had it no he never had it um <laughs> come austin, on man pat mcafee just beat austin theory but then he can't beat a 76 year old man that yeah. actually has no wrestling training or or anything he's just he just hits the gym a bunch like
0: yeah that's not a good look for
1: this isn't this isn't even wait i guess i guess this is how you end that whole storyline within five minutes
0: yeah but now pat mcfee has to go back to the desk and call wrestling shows for a guy who just assaulted him and i would go to hr i think i mean it's Mr. a man mcmahon is hr <laughs> So. it's a publicly traded company you can't you can't get away with that shit you know when it's hey anyway I, stone cold did come out then he, oh he did you're right we and he just like, like cleaned house
1: which was great yeah um world's worst stunner <laughs> happening and if you haven't seen the video of mick foley laughing at that do yourself a favor and get on mick foley's facebook and find that because it is it is delightful
0: yeah he, he's clearly cracking up. I don't know if that if that was the worst stunner. The one that Stone Cold gave to Linda McMahon way back when was, was also pretty bad. But this one was awkward.
1: Vince had trouble like even getting into it. Like it, it revealed that Vince uh can't do shit anymore and that he's very unstable and that uh Pat McAfee did an amazing job making him look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he kinda like did like it's sort of like soon as Austin Sort of did the kick to him. He kind of stumbles back and into the ropes, and so anyway, yeah. But I, I was good to see Stone Cold again. He looked; he was laughing his ass off too. He was having a grand old time. Oh yeah, so love that guy, Stone Cold. Call us, come on the show. You can yell at us; we don't even care.
1: Yeah, you can call me a dumb son of a bitch because I yeah. am.
0: It'd be great. <laughs> you can get seventy five thousand people to call us an asshole.
1: We would love seventy five thousand listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, any any heat is good heat, right? Right. We'll take it. All right. Are we ready to talk main event?
1: If you want to call it that. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. And, and our spectacularly wrong picks. Um, so this was Roman Reigns, the universal champion with Paul Heyman versus Brock Lesnar, who was the WWE champion, the much touted, uh, winner takes all match for the unification of the two titles. And maybe eventually the ending of the brand split between Raw and Smackdown. Um, they've been building up to this thing for 6 months the Nine. biggest match in WrestleMania history <laughs> it was <Off>. um <laughs> so we just did our episode on WrestleMania 20 which has a Brock versus Goldberg match and this was better than that we'll give it I'll give it that barely uh, but but boy this was this underwhelming after all of that
1: yeah i i mean it's just because like it's it's the classic WWE thing to where once someone gets really big, they limit their moves, they cut them off, and like Roman Reigns has two, three moves: spear, Superman punch, spear him through the outside wall into the timekeeper area. That's like, <laughs> it seems like every Roman Reigns match I see, that's what he does. And you put someone with two moves in the ring against Brock Lesnar, who has moves on moves on moves. Yeah, it's not going to be entertaining. And Brock never has been like the kind to have like the great in ring facials and storytelling. So yeah, I this match was, was we got wrong. Yeah. And did. my only real take on it is is that we got it wrong because Brock probably isn't hanging around that long.
0: Yeah, that was my kind of feeling too after he lost. We we did go back and forth quite a bit on sort of on the pick for this one, you know, and there were good yeah. arguments to be made for both. Um, And I think one of the things that we said was Brock's longer term plans is going to determine what happens here. So I don't know. So Paul Heyman's still in the mix, which is great. Roman Reigns gets a chance my tribal to continue.
1: Chief, my tribal chief.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little creepy. It's a little um, much.
1: It's a little yeah. much, Paul, but we love you.
0: I don't know. Who's, I mean, who's next for Roman Reigns though?
1: It's gotta be Cody. Yeah. Or Bobby Lashley. I mean, it's, I imagine it could be a triple threat. Cody, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, SummerSlam.
0: Ugh, Sweet um, Jesus.
1: <laughs> I know. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. So maybe, maybe I'll it.
0: just cancel the peacock now.
1: I mean, the only thing I can really say is that this is why we watch, right? Yeah. We, if we already knew how everything was going to go and how things would work, why would we watch? I got one straight up right. Okay. Uh, two three straight up right um you got one two three four uh correct i believe so i am the smartest man alive you are you're the winner this year good job all right good job what do i win you get to record another episode with me that's
0: what you win thank god all right. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed our rundown, our recap of WrestleMania 38. We hope you've enjoyed how spectacularly wrong we were on a lot of these picks. And thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can find us on the interwebs at all the You can always shoot us an email at all the at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at WrestleMania pod. We love hearing from you. Send us your questions, your comments, your complaints, your free floating hostility gifts, we love, oh, we, love we love memes we love memes and dog wrestling pictures. memes yeah send us all that stuff you can find us on instagram and facebook as well under all the wrestlemania so so for now i'm tim hackman and i'm rich sigwald and we're saying so long everybody